Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. Here's your host, Simo Buck. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on in, everybody. It is episode 90 here on March 11th. Um, We do have Christopher with us, but as it is always on Fridays, me, Andrew North, I am your host. Um, Chris is here for about, I think he said, 10 to 15 minutes, hoping to stretch that out as long as we can. Chris, what's going on, my man? Oh, you know, just uh, just living life out here in the Pacific Northwest, man. It is a beautiful, cloudy, gray day. Not too cold, but uh, just another another day here in the Pacific Northwest, man. Episode ninety, we're here, we're here, man. We're we're coming down the stretch of the basketball season. Conference play is getting absolutely go- it's going crazy. A four overtime game today in the AAC craziness, man. Oh, dude, it, it, I mean, it's been insane. You had. We'll, we'll we'll end with that four overtime game because we don't want to just push the side. I I was watching Michigan Indiana obviously root for Michigan and I thought oh this is the game of the day. How can something beat this lead changes all over the place back and forth. Back the, the Wolverines missed ten straight threes in the second half and then hit their final two to win the game by three. Um and then right. all of a sudden boom, just out of nowhere, a huge 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 game goes to four overtime, okay? Now, we don't know at this point if uh, uh, both teams are going to be in the tournament, but but after watching this game, I don't know how you can disagree. What do you think happens with these two teams? Uh, Do do you think both are in? Do you think UConn's out? What what do you think happens? You want to know something? I think this is the year where, you know, and the conversation has been talked about on national radio and all sorts of places where, you know, People are debating, you know, the, the the whole conversation is who's the 69th, who are the, the first four in, the first four out. And this is one of those years where you can make the case that the NCAA tournament could have an extra round of 96. Seriously, it could have an entire extra round. And I think, honestly, whoever gets snubbed, it's going to be about it's going to be about five to ten teams that get snubbed out in this year's tournament because it is so evenly spread. One of these teams is not, is potentially not going to make it because of just how crazy it is. Could they both make it? Absolutely. I think they both will, but the chances of it are, are very low because I have a weird feeling that there's going to be a lot of really tiny conference teams who have dominated this year in their conference regular season who didn't win. I mean, I was talking to, we were talking to Jonathan Wagner today 
uh, through Twitter, and we talked to him on Monday about the Knicks and the Colonial Conference, and only one of the 12 automatic bids that are in outside of outside of uh, the uh, the Ivy League schools has made it to the NCAA tournament as a number one seed. Only one, and that's Chattanooga. Everyone else has been either a two seed or lower, and even in a Patriot League of Holy Cross is in. So this is going to be one of those years where we're going to see comes to Selection Sunday really what the committee is looking for. And hopefully they stay consistent on their picks on Selection Sunday because if not, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be very even across the board with a lot of these small conferences. There's going to be a lot of tiny conferences getting two teams in, the the conference tournament champ and the regular season champ. And you're going to see it, and it's going to happen. And I am more than excited about it. And obviously today is just is another proof in the pudding why it's going to be nearly impossible to select 68 teams for this field of 68 because it is absolutely crazy. Well, and that's, that's another reason why we're lucky this is happening in college basketball. The committee in college basketball is one of the most consistent, fair, um, one of the better, you know, committees or things along the lines of a committee in sports. Um, yeah. I, I think, like, the, the college football playoff, so much goes into – the the brand and the name of the school. Right. Well, I think this is just when there's 68 teams, you get a lot more wiggle room where you can put in yeah. these teams and you can get all the big name teams that deserve it in. And it's almost like right. if those big name teams are bubble teams, you're better off leaving them out because you're not going to get killed because their expectations were so much higher. Um, exactly. Around some other big games, Texas A&M took out Florida in SEC uh, quarterfinals. LSU took out Tennessee in the quarterfinals. Purdue will go on to play Michigan in the Big Ten semifinals, beating the crap out of Illinois, 89-58. Yep. Uh, Old Dominion, I, I know nobody really cares about the CUSA men's conference, but uh, conference Old USA, Dominion yeah. takes out Western Kentucky. Uh, so it, it's we're, we're, getting, we're getting closer. I mean, Today was supposed to be one of those days where it's kind of like, okay, let's get to the semifinals and and the and the finals, so we can get closer to selection Sunday. But today, all of a sudden, turned into one of those days where it's like, holy cow! And now, you know, yep. you got a few games today that look like they could be, or still going on today, that look like they could be good. Um, I really like SF Austin. I hope they make this tournament again. Uh, they're taking on yeah. Houston Baptist Huskies. They're beating them. Um, but then you got teams like uh, Baylor, number 22 Baylor taking on number one Kansas. Uh, number three yeah. Villanova taking on an unranked Providence team. But that Providence team has NBA talent on it. Uh, top, potentially top five pick in Chris Dunn. Um, you got a yeah. huge Big Ten matchup in OSU against Michigan State. I mean, there's there's still a ton going on. Kentucky versus Alabama. UNC yeah. versus Notre Dame. I mean, it's they, we're just in the thick of things, and that's just college. We got a we got a good day of, of NBA basketball ahead. But Chris, what do you think we're gonna see? Do you think we there's any chance we see better basketball tonight than than we did earlier today? Oh my God! Uh, what it's pretty most actually. What? Oh God! I, one game. I, I have to pick one game. How about I pick a conference? The ACC quarterfinal is or semifinal tonight is a must watch. And it's not just because it's the ACC. Notre Dame and UNC is an incredible matchup. Notre Dame won the conference tourney last year and UNC is the best team in the, in the conference, I think by far talent wise. And then you got Virginia and Miami and Miami is a very gritty team. And Virginia has been a very small based program lately. And they have, they have been up and down all year, but that's going to be a really intense game to watch. 
there are just so many games, like you mentioned, to, to watch tonight. And for it to live up to later on today is asking a lot. But it can happen. It can. And especially with the magnitude of some of these games for teams heading into down the stretch to try and get into the tournament, this is a very intense tonight, uh, tomorrow, obviously on Sunday with the conference championships winding down to Selection Sunday to the minute of Selection Sunday. It, I'm, this is the time of year where – the intensity of March Madness starts to ratchet up to the level that people are expecting in the actual tournament. This is the weekend where you really see the grind of these teams throughout the entire, you know, two and a half month season of college basketball. This is the weekend. There's, there's no way around it. You can talk about the first round of the March Madness all you want, but when it comes to intensity for all these teams trying to get that spot to get into the dance, this is the weekend. This is it. And, and, you know, and I wanted to kind of segue real quick. You mentioned LSU beating Tennessee, and I wanted to segue real quick before I get back to work, and obviously the NBA is up tonight, uh, 10 games on tonight. I wanted to segue this real quick. For those of you that, are, that listen to the Hoopers log and that love basketball and you love everything college basketball and NBA, for those of you that, that, that don't understand my opinion on this or don't understand from the national perspective, if you listen to other national radio hosts, you kind of know where I'm going with this. People think that college basketball – is in a down cycle because the offense is so is so off lately. First of all, let me let me remind people college basketball over the last 20, 30, even 40 years has really been the same game ever since. The only difference now in college basketball that it wasn't about 20, 30 years ago is that players are leaving earlier, not all of them, only very few in big programs are leaving earlier to go to the NBA. Outside of that, it hasn't changed at all. The strategies, the way the game's been played, the way the game's been been uh the fundamentals that have been taught, the, the, all the players, even all the many, if not all the Division One players that come into basketball these days are so fundamentally sound at so many different areas of the court that it almost looks ugly. When in reality, yes, you can make the, you can make the case that shot, shot selections aren't probably as good as they were 20 years ago or whatnot, but at the same time, it's the fact that players are getting better defensively they're getting better defensively they're getting better you know fundamentally and they're getting better at utilizing their team atmosphere than they were 20 30 years ago the game is improving the game is getting better people make this debate that oh it's not it's hard to watch because it's college basketball it's hard to this it's hard to that college basketball has not changed in 40 years and i heard today you know for those of you that listen to colin coward i had i had i have to bring him up look i love colin coward i really do but he made a debate today saying that – and it got to a level where he said Ben Simmons right now, if he went into the NBA as a rookie starting in 2016-2017, he would average 11 points a game. Now, I understand the conversation. I understand where he's going from with the standpoint of it's hard to watch. Look, the NBA, here's the difference between professional sports and, and college sports. College sports outside of probably, outside of probably college football is not built to be a appealing, appeasing, eye candy type of material. It is built to be played the right way. And when college basketball is played the right way, you essentially get the San Antonio Spurs. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm a Spurs fan, the Spurs are not fun to watch on national television every single night because they're boring, they play fundamental, and fundamental basketball is not always the most eye-appealing basketball unless it's the NBA playoffs. Outside of that, it's very hard to watch on a nightly basis because it's not – eye-opening and amazing for, for basketball purists like us, it is. But that's how college basketball is. That's what it does, and that's how it's been for 20, 30 years. And for people to think that college basketball is getting worse and that it's not the same sport that it was 20, 30 years ago because it doesn't have the, the Georgetowns or the, or the Dukes or the this or the that because players are leaving early. Look, people, 
college basketball, guys aren't supposed to – not everyone's an NBA talent in college basketball. Not everyone's an NBA – got 1% of players coming out of college basketball. Not even that. Less than 1% coming out who are going to be something when it comes to the professional level. And even if they do go pro, they're going to be a role player. You're, you're going to get very few of these guys. Not everyone's supposed to come out and be unbelievable and amazing. The game is built to be played by a team sport. You see a guy like Ben Simmons getting 20 and 12. What's amazing about Ben Simmons getting 20 and 12 is not the fact that he's getting it at a 20 and 12 pace. It's the fact that he's kind of blending in his game just to fit with the team system. He's playing through the system. In the NBA, there's not really a system to be put in place. In the NBA, it is built to put, your, put butts in seats, be entertaining, and watch, and watch the stars go off. Ben Simmons will be a star in the NBA. Ben Simmons, I can pretty much guarantee, will win Rookie of the Year next year. And it's not because of all the, you know, the fact that he's you know, just a rookie and young. It's the fact that this guy has talent off the charts. He's unbelievable. But for people to be saying that college basketball is not the sport that it was 20, 30 years ago because it doesn't have the guys who are older and better and things of that nature and guys cared more about No, that's not what it is. College basketball has been the same. It won't change. It won't ever be any different. And if anything, it's getting better because coaches have been getting better at their craft and have been in the game longer, and they're seeing how the game is changing from the standpoint of players are getting more and more fundamentally sound. You see players who are terrible. I mean, players who are not going to be NBA talent, but they are five-star recruits. Perfect example today, the guy who won the Michigan game, five-star recruit. He is not an NBA talent, but the reason why he is a five-star recruit is because he is so fundamentally sound and has separate tools in his in his arsenal that players didn't have 20 years ago guys would come out of college and be a five-star recruit maybe had two or three tools this guy's got six tools he's not as talented to get into the nba but he's got those tools and that ability to be effective at the d1 level that's what you're seeing more and more often in college basketball today and it is so watered down from the perspective of a good level because it's so good it's so incredible that when you watch the NBA game, it looks like a whole different game because it is. College basketball is a whole different ball game from NBA today than it was 20 years ago because the talent in the NBA, people, the talent in the NBA is so ridiculously good, so ridiculously high that when you watch college basketball, it looks like you're watching little kids play because they are little kids. They're 19, 20 years old, they're 21 year old kids that aren't even don't even have hair on their face yet. And they're not even mature enough to understand what it's like to play at a high level. And so when you watch the NBA, you're like, whoa, this is a whole better game. And it's kind of not to an extent. It's different. It's, it's two separate entities. And so when people talk about why, you know, people bash college basketball for not being as good as it was, you're incorrect. It's just the NBA has so much talent these days and it's so much more. It just, the talent is so ridiculously high compared to college basketball than it was 20 years ago that people don't really like college basketball and it's not as appealing than it was 20 years ago because people don't – I wouldn't say people don't necessarily like the pure pureness of college basketball because there are obviously those out there and people listening to the show know what I'm talking about. But if you don't understand the game and you only understand the, you know, the Steph Currys or the Russell Westbrooks or the who are crazy athletically talented that are in the NBA, which there are a ton of them, and then you watch college basketball, you will see it and you will think it's not the same game when in reality – it's just played at a more fundamental level than at the NBA. In the NBA, it is, I'm telling you, these guys are so good and so ridiculously good. You can't, you can't play the type of defense that you could in, in college basketball in the NBA because these guys are so quick and athletic and, and freakishly good that if you put them in the college game, they would go off for 40 because they're so 
much better. So when I hear people talk about from the national level saying, oh, college basketball is the worst it's been, no, it hasn't. It's just so evenly matched that it's so hard to really determine who are the powerhouses, who are the this, who are the that. And, and, it, and it got me really fired up because I'm going to be honest, if LeBron James, and look, and look, we know this, Andrew, me and you know this. If LeBron James went to Ohio State and he played for two years, they would have won a national championship. Because LeBron James was literally, like, not even, not even ankles and toes above everybody. He was an entire body and a half better than everybody in college basketball. He would have dominated the, the sport of college basketball like no other. He would, have, he would have averaged 25 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. He, people would have been calling him the next Oscar Robertson and all that kind of crap that would have come out if he would have gone to college. Ben Simmons is only doing that right now, and he's not even trying. He didn't even try. He doesn't even care, and he's getting 20 and 12. That should just let you know how great Ben Simmons is and what he's going to do in the pros. And when I hear someone say Ben Simmons is going to average 11 points his rookie year, that's a slap in the face. This guy could have come out of high school immediately, and he would be averaging right now probably 15, 16 points a game. He wouldn't be super effective because he's a baby and he's adjusting. It'd be like Dwight Howard. You know, when Dwight Howard first came out of high school and he went to the NBA, he was averaging about eight to nine rebounds, ten rebounds a game, and he was only averaging about maybe five, six points. He wasn't really a scorer or whatever. He was still really good, though. That would have been Ben Simmons. He would have been a a 15, 16-point-per-night guy, you know, a couple assists here and there. He only would have played 20 minutes a game, 30 minutes a game, but he would have been great. So when I hear that, it, it, it it does a disservice to what people really know about the game of basketball. I really had to get that out. I really had to get that out. Well, yeah, and I agree with you on the most part. I do think the game's changed, but I think it's yes. little ways. Like, I, right. I think the the basis of the game is, is has always been get open shots, as it should be, but they've, they've done it in different ways. Previously, it was pass the ball until you could get the closest shot to the hoop. Now it's pass the ball until you can get the most open shot from the perimeter. And that's going to happen right. with, with metrics, with with all those types of things, That that's just going to happen. It's inevitable. Absolutely. Um, right. And and I don't think it's necessarily the insane to or stupid to say somebody like, like Ben Simmons might be bust or something like that. But I do think if you do say something like that, you're just kind of guessing based on the fact yeah. what have we seen? What have we seen? The only negative to this guy's game is his jump shot. Um, but we've right. seen he can compensate for that in, in many, many other ways. So what have we seen to say that this guy's going to be a bust? Nothing. So if you're gonna if you're gonna say something like that, it, it's a guess, it, and you're hoping to get something right, which is what these these national radio guys do a lot because it is their job to stir up controversy, to get callers, to absolutely, get to tweet at them, to get you know people to promote for them. So it, it's something that that it, it's it's a guess, but it's also kind of an act, I think. Right. Um, and. and but I, I agree with you on the most part from, from college basketball is in a great place right now. Um, I mean, look at today, dude. Look at Twitter today. Yeah. Look at how it just blows up. Look how much people love March. And that's what you just keep seeing, March, March, March. March is a brand for college basketball. It's like how yeah. Jordan is a brand for the NBA. Uh, it, it, right. it, it's a very similar. I guarantee they make about the same amount of money for their sport. Yeah. Well, even March probably makes more for college basketball, but college basketball is fine. Um, the way college basketball played can, can be boring, like you said, um, fundamentally sound, or they just start doing kind of a drive and kick thing over and over and over again. But for the most yeah. part, college basketball, especially this year with how even it is, 
And I think that's why the one-and-done guys are fine. It's, it's evening out the sport. Just keep it yep. going. Just keep keep everything how it is, how it's been. And and I think everybody should be pretty happy with that because I don't. See, I gotta get. I, I gotta get back I, to work, I Andrew. Yeah, Mark. All right. Well, you you go ahead. Have have a good night. But Absolutely. I I've okay. yet to seen a yet to see a month of March where one person has complained about it being too boring, or one person hasn't watched that that's a basketball fan because they were sick and tired of college basketball. I mean, even if you don't like college basketball, you watch March, and that's that's just something that. I think will always continue because they have such a perfect setup and such a perfect, I mean, a tournament, a one game elimination tournament. That is a parody is anytime it's a one game elimination parody is going to be there every single year, especially when there's 68 teams. Um, looking at the two games underway, Charlotte Hornets are up 20-14 to 14 on the Pistons with six minutes left in the first, so their offense has really been going uh, so far in this one. And the 76ers, how about this, up 21-10 to 10 against the Nets. Um, it was announced that they had to for out at least six weeks. Um, he, he does have to get surgery as Reggie Jackson just hit a three from about half court. Um, other games tonight, uh, of course, the one I'll be trying to keep my eye on, even though i got to take my girlfriend on a date, is Portland versus Golden State. Can Damian Lillard do it again? Can he just continue to explode? He's up to 26.1 points per game, uh, along with C.J. McCollum, who's at 21. The only one to averaging double figures in that starting lineup is something that they are going to have to go and, you know, kind of improve this coming off offseason. Um, you know, they they shouldn't look forward to that yet, though. They're, they're a team that they can go in. They're going to get knocked out in the first round by any of those four first four teams they'd get knocked out but they are a team that can bring it to six games bring it to seven games I mean the way Damian Lillard playing the way we've seen Damian Lillard play in the playoffs he can he can lead this team to a you know a miracle situation I don't think it'll happen um that's why it's the word miracle though because it, it could Timberwolves tonight you'll get to see Andrew Wiggins versus Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook Carl Anthony Towns in there and I mean, when is it not fun to watch those four guys play? I mean, always. Uh, I think I think the Thunder will come out on top in that one, but they're favored by 12. I would not be so sure about that. We haven't seen them play great basketball since the All-Star break. Um, let's see, what else we got on the docket? Whew. Oh, the Clippers take on the Knicks. Ooh, okay, that was weird. It said Madison Square Garden, but it's at 1030. But it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is in Staples Center. Um, the Clippers are favored by ten and a half. Um, I think the Clippers will pull this one off by anywhere from ten to fifteen points. I think the Clippers are are preparing themselves for the stretch run to show how legit they can be, um, and, and they do have the Cavs Sunday. So you know they want to get in a rhythm, they want to get in the groove before Sunday comes, um, because the Cavs have been off since either Wednesday since since yesterday, yeah, because Kobe played LeBron. That was that was fun, by the way. It, that that it, it's really really sad to see that Kobe versus LeBron is over. Even though it's it's um, one of the most amazing things I think ever is that they've played in 13 out of the last 15 finals or 16 finals, and they never met up. I think that's that's one of the craziest stats you'll ever hear. Um, because I mean that's you, you'd think at some point they'd have to match up to play in on all those those finals, but it was literally like Kobe dominated 
and then there was three years where he didn't, and then there was three years where he was in there, and then since then LeBron's been in every single one. So, you know, it, it's Kobe's been in seven, LeBron has been in six, LeBron's probably going to make his seventh this year, eighth next year. Who knows how long he'll go for with that team? Um, but let's see. And then in college basketball tomorrow, the games that are already set, uh, you have Michigan versus Purdue at 1 o'clock. That's on CBS. That game is to see who can go to the finals for the Big Ten tournament. Vermont versus Stony Brook for the American East uh, Conference. Uh, that is the championship, so winner gets an automatic bid. LSU versus Texas A&M. I, I think you're going to see Ben Simmons kind of explode in this one. Uh, and go take LSU into the finals of the SEC tournament because they, they need to win the tournament. They want to make the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm saying tournament a lot. It's getting me all tongue-twisted. Um, but, you know, and, and I think you're going to have to see can Ben Simmons do that. I, I'm not 100% sure he can. Um, I, I think he's great. I think he's going to be great in the NBA, but he just hasn't really shown that yet. Um and it's not a killer instinct thing. It's not anything like that. None of that nonsense. But it's it's just he, maybe he he doesn't really understand how yet. Um, St. Joe's versus Dayton in the Atlantic Ten Conference Championship, or excuse me, the semifinal. Uh, so we'll see who goes there. Dayton, the one seed. Um, St. Joseph is, I believe, the four seed. And then UConn versus Temple. Um, I think you got to pick. You got to pick Temple in this one, uh, just because I think UConn's going to be exhausted going into that game. I don't know how you can play four overtimes, come back the next day, and then win. I mean, we have seen in the past. Don't don't get me wrong. We did see Kemba have them win five games in five days to win the conference championship, to get them into the tournament, and then go on and win the NCAA tournament, um, which was which was insane. So so who knows? That may be something we can see. Um, going on for about a half hour here. Uh, going to that 12 games about to start up. Make sure you go, you go tune in. Me and Chris plan on making a bunch of YouTube videos this week, so go subscribe. Take in the vlog. All you gotta do is subscribe. Um, again, this is episode 90. Two Fridays from now, we'll be looking at the 100th episode of Cooper Show. Make sure you listen up to them. Um, and go watch yourself some basketball tonight. Other than this, guys, thank you all so much for listening to on this radio, Blog Talk Radio, and the studios. Have a day every time. Peace.